Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Lauren. And you're listening to Podcast Podcast. The podcast that talks about how great podcasts are. How self-obsessed. I'm very red, white, and blue today. Oh my gosh, me too. Uh, I must say, it was a little hard for me to podcast today because <laughs> it's a big day. It's, a big it's day. my cousin Jacob's birthday. Oh, mazel. So it's like my Happy whole birthday, day has Jacob. just been like, I post on his Facebook page every five minutes, yeah, embarrassing that's so stories nice. about his been in the bathtub, yep. like old memory. Oh, the, like all oh, the memories Aww. of little Jakey. So when you initially said June 20th, I recording i was like i don't know if i can but i pulled my shit together and look at what we look at what we're doing today yeah we're nailing it we're doing something for america today yeah it's true do you want to talk about it yeah so because this episode is releasing on uh she's a grand old flag day or as some people call it july 4th our in our day of independence some people (laughs) i mean i think most people call it she's a grand old flag day um we are doing an all-American episode. America, the beautiful. <laughs> is that a is that a new patriotic song? I don't know about. I just wrote it just now. That's really nice. I, we've been writing a lot of songs and like singing a lot and like learning how to write songs on this. Yeah, show. that's why we're changing the name skills. of the podcast to Songwriter Songwriter. I'm self obsessed. Um. Yeah. So we're all of our clips today, save for the challenge, I guess are going to be all about this country. I hope you like America, because if not, you're not going to be happy. Buckle up. We're going to talk about bald eagles and... Tractors! (laughs) (laughs) What do you think the one thing other countries think is most representative of our country? Cowboys. What do you think? McDonald's. Okay. That's good. No, it is funny. I was like looking for American podcasts and I was like, America podcast. Like it was hard to think of like, what do I want to talk about? Like hot dogs. I kept on thinking hot dogs. (laughs) That's like all I could think about. When I think of 4th of July, I think of like jello that looks like our flag. And that is a very popular theme on podcasts. That's a good thing to talk about. It's almost like getting old. There's too much to say. Yeah. People are like, okay, no more politics, no more jello molds. And Speaking of, so this is like related because yeah. last week we sang the 15 FD United States we song. We sure did. And we Much left too, out. By the way, you did not want to do that. It I was got, a success. By the end of the song, I was like it was a success. full in. Yeah. Okay, I was like, sorry. this is, I, it reminded me how much fun it was. So fun. Um, And it reminded me that I don't care if our listeners get sick of us sometimes because <laughs> they're going to. It reminded me that I do not care about the people who listen to this. Right. Exa- that, exactly. That but we left out the for. end of the song. No, that is not true. We no, we did leave out at the end of the song. Are you ready? Yeah. North, south, east, oh, west, and our oh. calm, objective opinion. <laughs> you look terrified. No, I have no idea what this is. Keep going. Ohio is the best of the 50 nifty United States from 13, 13 original, original colonies. colonies. Shout them, scout them, tell all about them. One by one, one we've given a day to every state, state in the, the grand USA. old U. That's the end of the song. Wow, I know it differently. I know that last little part. Okay. Because it's also at the beginning. Yeah. But I feel like there's another part where it's like, um, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Wyoming. 
North, south, east, west. And it's. I think it's funny. It's in our calm, objective uh. opinion. <laughs> and by the way, you can put in whatever state you want. I said Ohio. No, you can't. It's uh, every... Okay child in every state sings Ohio. Ohio because yeah. every child thinks Ohio is <laughs> like, oh the best. man, I wish it was my state. <laughs> I wish I lived Ohio. in Ohio. Yeah, <laughs> everyone wishes they lived in Ohio. Oh my gosh. Um, speaking of patriotic show nuts, what are our show nuts? Um, rate us on iTunes. Do it. Uh, call the Big Listen. Do it. 202 885 pod one. Yeah, or? Big Listen at wamu.org. If you don't have that memorized by now... You're not invited to the party Get a grip. anymore. I don't actually have it memorized either. I have to write it in the show notes <laughs> every week. Um, are we also going to um, talk about our new little top of show fan acknowledgement? Yes. Is now, is now the time? Now's the time. Um, tell, tell them what we did. Well, um, I decided I wanted to get people more involved on our Facebook page. So I asked our fans not too long ago, said, hi friends in the comments, answer the three following questions and we'll give you a personal podcast recommendation on air. So I want everyone to go to our Facebook page and answer these three questions. Name a book, movie or TV show that you've loved. What did you do on Saturday? And name a celebrity you cannot stand. You don't have to have a reason for hating them. And in fact, it is preferred if you do not know why. This is a good game we like, which is like, who is the celebrity that you cannot? It's not just like, man, I don't prefer them. It's like they, I, if I could throw them off Canyon, I would. And it's bonus points if it's someone that's like, why? Like, it's that's yours? the whole fun of the game. If, yeah. you're, if it's like, oh, I hate, like, you know, this celebrity that everyone hates. Justin Bieber. Sure. That's like, okay, we get Except it. He's for like overexposed. <laughs> it's like overexposed, whatever. But it's way better if you're like, I hate. Emma Stone and people are like oh my gosh I love her why you, you know? know you picked a good celebrity if someone is like <gasps> no, you can't hate exactly. Emma Stone who's and yours it's, and it's best for the game if you cannot explain why right um mine isn't good because everyone kind of hates okay Nicolas so you're Cage. not playing right Nicolas oh Cage. no that's kind of a good one because people he's polarizing he I want to I want to throw him okay off people clip. really love him though yeah um, I think mine is Drew Barrymore, which definitely gets people mad at you, me. You know who else answered Drew Barrymore on who? Facebook? Who? On your post. No. Cindy Emsh. G- Stop it. Yeah. I didn't even get, I haven't refreshed lately. Yeah. <gasps> that's so funny. I know, that's my mom. I have to talk to her about this later. Yeah. Cindy, call me. <laughs> okay, so we're going to do a couple. Uh, we got lots of great responses, but we're going to analyze a couple of your answers and make a podcast recommendation based on them. Yeah, and if we don't get yours this week... We'll get to yours next. So week. stay tuned, and if you haven't commented yet, get over to Facebook There's and comment. There's still a chance. Um, so the first person to comment was Angela V. Thank you, Angela. She um, really loved the book Run Lola Run. She on Saturday watched two Disney movies, Brave and Moana. By the way, she says Meh. So I'm like, really? Those are both good movies. I would like to talk to her more about. Yeah, that. Moana was so good. Um, and the celebrity she cannot stand is Mel Gibson, but she's sure we can understand why. And we can. Um, so, okay, Angela, thank you so much for commenting. And based on that, we really think that you're going to love from the New York Times still processing. Why it's, is that, Eric? It's, it's one of our faves. We've featured it on the show before. It's one of um, DJ Jewu's faves. Yeah, and I can't I can't reveal our... Um, well, it's one of his faves because he has a mega man crush on Wesley Morris. Can I get a hole? Yeah! <laughs> um... 
we can't reveal our our um, analytics, our calculations. Yeah, how we get to this, but we just really think Angela that you will love so processing. Um, it's Wesley Morris and Jenna Wortham. Wesley is a, a Pulitzer Prize winning critic at the New York Times, and uh, Jenna has a nice dot writer. kit and works out a lot. He does and has now nice workout clothes. We know we that know from this. Justin. Yep. Yes. Um, and Jenna is a staff writer at the Times Magazine. So they just talk about like culture and you know books and tv and general like pop culture things and just like you know what's going on in the world i met jenna wortham you did yeah did we talk about this i don't think so why didn't you tell me i told her how much i love the kanye episode they do they did a really good episode all about kanye west's tweets which is amazing it's good actually we talked about it on this podcast we did yeah very podcast you're listening to right now it's episode 17 called the kanye-thon oh my god what we're it's, How did you I know that? I just have a lot in my head. Don't even worry about oh, it. Oh, okay. I'm not referencing well, anything. Well, that's why you can't really question like how we got to these conclusions because yeah. it's like a calculator. Like, don't blame the calculator. Yep. It's like, do you blame the calculator when you type in like two divided by four and you get nine? Like, you don't blame <laughs> the calculator. You well, just do I, what it says. I hope you don't get. So no. anyway, the <laughs> next one. Thanks again for commenting, Thank Angela. You, Check out Angela. Still Processing and let us know what you think. And Angela, you can even play again if you don't like your what you got. Yeah. Like, let us know what you think of Still Processing. Yeah, totally. Um, I want to give a shout out to my friend Brian, who says he has loved the fifth element on Saturday. He hiked and then immediately had champagne and egg rolls to offset the exercise. (laughs) And he hates Tyra Banks, which I think that's a good one to hate. I feel like people are going to not like that. It's also, um, so I, I met Brian at your wedding. He's so wonderful and I like him a lot. Um, but I'm going to fully out him and say he's a gay man to oh, only to say it's especially a unique opinion for a gay man to hate Tyra Banks, to hate Tyra Banks. Okay. So it's even like more met. It's like deeper. This yeah. goes even deeper. It makes it even an even better answer for yeah. the game. You know? Well, I have one and it's perfect and it's <gasps> yes. called Las Culturistas. Uh-huh. Um, Brian, go listen to it right now. It's uh, Time Out New York called it Addictively Bitchy. What? And um, the hosts are Bowen Yang and Matt Rogers and Guy Branham, who I love, has said, Bowen and Matt are fucking culture warriors and we don't deserve them. It's just a lot about culture. It's really fun. It's You're not going to be able to stop listening to it. Lost Culture uses. Everyone go listen to it now. But especially if you're Brian. I love it. All right. If you guys want your answers analyzed in a podcast recommendation, go for comment on the Facebook page. And for those of you who already did, thanks again. And we'll get to you on future apps. <laughs> Yeet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also just other really quick show notes. Um, Anna Ferris is unqualified. has oh some God. gorgeous new artwork. It was like she was reading my dreams. I know. It's like I didn't know I hated the the old artwork, but boy, did I hate it now that I, now that I see the new one. I know. It's, it's gorgeous. I know. That's all. She's a friend of the show. <laughs> the the, the, the uh, friend, of, friend of the show uh, net was just cast really wide. My my goal, <laughs> really wide. My goal for my life is for Anna Ferris to become a friend of the show. Is that well, too first much of all, if you pronounce her name right, we might be more likely to get her to be a friend of the show. Isn't it Anna Ferris? I think it's Anna, Anna Ferris. I feel she like she's corrected. It. She she tricked us by spelling it that way. It's true. I feel like she's corrected people on the show, which is the only reason why I pointed out. That's the only reason why I'm confused. I can't remember. We talk about, She talks about it a lot. I know. It's confusing. <clears throat> I mean, if you liked her, you'd know, but it is confusing. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm, I mean, like, 
I'm also like a pretty big fan of Sim, so I put a lot of my focus on Sim and the hard That's work. That's so true. He's That's doing. so true. He so does a lot like, of hard work. Yeah. Uh, is it time for your favorite part of the podcast? Yes. It's time for America's Podcast, podcast Challenge. Challenge. <laughs> do, 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 do. Lest you forget. <laughs> do, 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 do. <sighs> my favorite. Thing. Um, lest you forget that this is our patriotic episode. Right. Okay, last week you challenged me to listen to what? The Beef and Dairy Network. And so what did I do? Uh, I did not listen to it. No, I'm just kidding. Can oh, you imagine God. if I was like, I didn't, I, I didn't do it. Did you notice that my arm went up <laughs> and I almost slammed the mic on the floor? <laughs> well, the one arm went to slam the mic. The other arm came out to slap me. Yeah. I'm glad I stopped uh, you I can do you two did. things at once. <laughs> Multitasker. Okay, so... You challenged me to listen to the Beef and Dairy Network podcast, which is self-described as the number one podcast for those involved or just interested in the production of beef animals and dairy herds. And you do like dairy. I Uh love dairy. I love I love cheese. I love dairy fat, like Mm -hmm. uh, sour cream, anything. Um, It's basically like a satirical podcast that talks about it's like fake. It's like pretends like it's that that it just describes, but it's not really that. That's so obvious. But is it funny? Everyone knows that. Uh, we're getting to it, Lauren. Uh-oh. We're getting to I'm it. I'm on pins and needles. No, it's kind of funny. It's um, it's not like laugh out loud funny, but it is funny. Okay. Um, I think it's like smart humor. I definitely enjoyed listening to it, but I had to like kind of pay attention. You okay. know what I mean? Um, which is why I can't really like decide what the scenario is where I'm like dying to like get back to it or like right. sink my teeth into or, like, it what activity would you be doing when you're listening exactly to it? right because like if you i'm on the train yeah. i want like something like thought provoking or stimulating if i'm like running i want like something's just super entertaining if i'm designing or like at work or whatever i want something just like frivolous and fun that i don't have to pay attention right. to so i don't so know i guess we should ask our listeners to listen to it and then give us like a yeah. scenario when it would be good to listen to the beef and dairy network is it like when you're at your grandma's house and it's after dinner, so she's had a few glasses of wine, and she's starting to go off, and she doesn't notice that you have one earbud in your ear. Right. And you can just, li- like, is that the right scenario? Or you're know. at a fancy tea party, and, like, you can't, like, burst into laughter, but you want something to yes. amuse yourself, but, yes. like, you can't be too amusing. Yeah. Or, like, if you're falling asleep and you want to dream about beef, and so you just, uh, like, pop it in as you're, as you're snoozing. Beef or dairy. Yeah. That's so true. And that, I bet that would come in handy for you. Um, I or do you just like really you don't need help dreaming about dairy like it <laughs> already so happens i'm like alan i had a sex dream and he's like do you mean that you had a dream where you ate a lot of cheese i'm like yes it what did sexual. i just say yeah. yes it was erotic <laughs> it was it was like the best thing that could have happened um so this it's funny it, it is it is good it's like it's like fake interviews with like fake people in the industry and you know fake like updates on things and it's kind of dry British humor, but overall, it, it is funny. You just kind of have to pay attention. Okay. Um, oh, the, my overall rating is, um, to quote Sling Blade, it's, quote, not funny, ha-ha, funny queer. Oh, okay. Do you know, do you know the reference from that movie? Oh, no? no. I mean, and to be fair, I like funny queer, unlike okay. Billy Bob Thornton's character in that movie. Okay. Um, also saying not funny, ha-ha, funny queer and talking about Sling Blade reminds me of that 30 Rock episode where they do a flashback of Liz Lemon and Jenna Maroney doing um, 
uh, improv. Have do you guys remember? Once again, that? I've never seen Thirty Rock. Uh, so remember. stupid. So they flash back to them doing improv, and you you know because you love comedy. The whole idea of improv is you're like yes and like mm-hmm. you confirm everything they say. So they're like, we'll take take a suggestion from the audience. Give us two characters, and someone shouts out like, you know, Oprah and Sling Blade. So um, <laughs> Tina Fey as Liz Lemon immediately starts and says like. Boy, I sure do like them French fried potatoes. Like, clearly a sling blade. It's a quote from the movie. And um, Jenna Maroney says, no, you don't, Oprah. <laughs> Perfect <laughs> Just, like, example. Betraying both of the best. things that were established. Well, well, the one show I have watched is Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, which was a Disney show <laughs> in the early 90s. Oh, I remember it. Oh, you do? Yeah. I, okay. But she goes into the mirror that, yeah. in her bedroom. and then I, in, Patty and I, this is like why Patty and I became best friends. Because yes. we were both the only people, like, we were Alive. way too old to be watching it. Yeah. We're a little older than you. We were, like, too old to be. I don't mean to embarrass, embarrass Patty on the podcast, but <laughs> I can remember her mom used to put, bring her clothes in front of the TV so that she wouldn't have to leave the TV like early in the morning before school because she <laughs> didn't want to so watch sweet. a moment. Anyway, oh there's a joke in that show that things are not funny, haha, funny. They're funny, strange. It's kind oh, of the same thing. interesting. I wonder if it's a Sling Blade reference. Oh my gosh, before Sling Blade. <laughs> probably Sling Blade copied them. No, you don't, Oprah. Um, okay, now for your other favorite part of the podcast <gasps> where I get to challenge you back. Back, back, back yes. again. Um, okay. I think you're going to like this one, but I don't really care if you do because mostly I just need someone to listen to it. Um, Pod Save America. So that I can so that I can talk to someone about it because okay. I listen to it and I love it. Okay. I like this reasoning. It's called Adlandia. <gasps> Have you heard of it? Yes. No, I haven't heard of it, but I... I know where this is going, and I know I'm going to enjoy talking to you about it. Do you think? I really hope it's true. Um, Okay, it's called Atlandia. That's the only thing. I've already said that about it. That's the only thing I've already said. Check. Check. Just to reiterate, it is called Atlandia. Okay. um, I, I want you to not just listen to this episode, but a specific, I mean this podcast, but a specific episode. Okay, that's actually good. The episode is called um, The New York Times, They Are a Change In. New York is in parentheses. Um, I just, I love this podcast and no one will listen to it with me. I need to talk to someone about it and I'm going to make you be that person. I got you. Um, It's all about advertising and the marketing industry, which sounds boring, right? No, no, no. No, no, It's awesome. Quite the opposite. It's awesome. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's boring if you don't work in marketing or advertising, but it doesn't matter because you have to listen to it. So tough. I am thrilled about. You're this. down. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's hosted by Laura Carrenti and Alexa Kristen, who are like two big ad world big wigs, and they talk about industry trends, new ideas, and obsessions, the tough questions facing marketers, publishers, and platforms. Um, again, I acknowledge that that sounds like kind of dry. I don't think it does. Okay. Good. You're talking to the right girl. Good. Yeah. Um, I feel like we. We talk about that a lot, like in our fun times, in our yeah, fun chats. Yeah, we do. We actually do. Yeah. I think, Justin, I think you like it too. I'll yeah. make him listen to it. Okay. Oh, I'm challenging okay? you both. <gasps> yeah. You both have to listen to it. Again, the episode that I'm making you listen to is called The New York Times, They Are a Change In. 
and I've already listened to it. Okay, so DJ J when I will listen to it. Yep. In lieu of watching Riverdale tonight, which Justin has been watching, which I hate with my entire body and soul. Oh no! Oh, no. Can so we sad. please take a night off of Riverdale to <gasps> listen to Atlandia? Okay, he's he's nodding. He's let, nodding in let agreement. Let the witness stand be shown that he's <laughs> nodding. Whatever you know what I mean. Let the record show. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the witness stand. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm very excited for you guys to listen and for us to discuss. Okay. It's gonna be amazing. Yay! Do you get it? <laughs> but you know what? I just yeah. I have one quick problem with everything we've said so far. It just hasn't been patriotic enough. Oh, damn it. You're so right. But we do have a sponsor. Go on. Um, <laughs> um, okay, let, well, let's hear from our sponsor, yeah? Yeah. Um, it's a little patriotic. Our sponsor, our sponsor is a little, wee bit patriotic. It's a wee bit patriotic. Uh, now a word from them. Our sponsor, Little Passports. Are you an illegal immigrant or maybe someone who has committed a lot of serious crimes and needs to get out of the country ASAP? You probably need a passport. A passport that's not yours. What's a guy to do? Little Passports. That's what. Subscribe to Little Passports and they will send you a little passport that will help you illegally escape the country or even commit identity theft if you want. Little passports are little, so you won't feel so bad using them. I mean, little things are cute, not harmful. And these babies are so little that the policeman won't be able to see them. They can even fit in your orifice, your butthole. And trust me, that's definitely going to come in handy. According to the website, little passports will have kids running to the mailbox every month, which leads me to believe that you get a little passport once a month. That's more than you need, Lauren. You could even start your own illegal passport company. And I think that kids are getting in on this risky business. Let them learn young. Sometimes crime does pay. Go to littlepassports.com and, quote, choose your own adventure. Choose an adventure. Sounds right. Sounds fun, right? Sounds right, also. Right (laughs) and fun. You got to go to this website, Lauren. These kids look so happy. Maybe it's because they know they're getting tons of illegal passports for as little as $12.95 a month. Wowza, I'd be smiling too. Enter discount code podcast podcast and they'll throw in some drugs. Thanks, little passports. Wow, thanks. <laughs> that sounds really cute. I know. It's so funny because I just canceled my subscription to Big Passports. Oh, wow. So it's How really lucky. Great timing. I bet. Wow, that was, I mean, why were you even. It took up so much space. Oh my gosh. I'm surprised you're here with us now. I know. To you, tell should have, the tale. you should have seen the refrigerated box that came in. Oh no. It was unmanageable. <sighs> Thank God for little passports. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for sponsoring little passports. <laughs> now, are you ready for some real patriotic shit? Uh, let's get to it. Whoa. Are you ready to rumble? Bum, bum, bum. America, 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 America. Clip one. That, that didn't work. That like, was great. Like that was made me that. feel patriotic. Good, 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 good. Um, clip one is from the Disney Nerds podcast. Uh, um, wait, I didn't know you had another podcast. I know, right? Get it? Because you're a Disney uh, nerd. I, I am the Disney nerd. I was like, wait, they took my name. Why am I not on this podcast? <laughs> well, you know who is on this podcast? Give Ed, it. Lisa, Sam, and Stacy. I have How no informal. idea who those people are. <laughs> Whatever. They do not provide their last names. No. Do we? I think we've let it slip a few times. But like it's not like it written. I don't think people know if we quizzed them. Yeah, maybe. okay, good. Um the episode is 
called The Hall of the President Audio Script Review Show number 172, which sounds super fun. Um, but on it, they, they re- you can listen to basically the hall, whole Hall of the Presidents, which is uh, an exhibition in the Magic Kingdom and Disney World where it's usually too boring for most people to go visit. It, they have animatronics of every single president and a kind of like a story of America. And um, when Bill Clinton was let into the Hall of the Presidents, they started letting the presidents talk. So there's a little bit of audio using the presidents' real voices. Which I protested because I think presidents should be seen, not heard. Exactly. You were the only one, but your sign was real big. Yeah, it was huge. It didn't work. I I wrote it on the back of my big passport. Yeah. Oh, my God. The thing comes in handy, though. (laughs) you got to admit it. Um But anyway, this clip, I want everyone to listen to Obama recite his Disney Hall of the President speech. He also recites the um, oath of the office of the oath of office. And I think it's interesting because the um, Disney Imagineers go into the White House and like work with the president. So cool to record in the White House. So let's let's listen to uh, President Obama's speech. I, Barack Hussein Obama, do solemnly swear that I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States and will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. So help me God. Ladies and gentlemen, President Barack Obama. The American dream is as old as our founding but as timeless as our hopes. It is reborn every day in the heart of every child who wakes up in a land of limitless possibilities, in a country where we the people means all the people. We may come from different places and believe different things, but what makes us America is a shared spirit, a spirit of courage and determination, of kindness and generosity. It is a spirit grounded in the wisdom of the generations that have gone before us, but open to the unimagined discoveries and possibilities on the horizon that lies ahead. Let us enjoy it, cherish it, defend it, and pass it on to our children as the bright and beautiful blessing it is, this enduring American dream. Okay, I feel like I just convinced a lot of people to never go to the Hall of Presidents. <laughs> Reborn. No, because it's Obama. But if it was probably any other president, I know, I right? Been. Well, I just, I do, I am moved by that because every time I hear Obama talk or see a picture of him these days, I yep. cry. I just cry. I I miss him. And it it is, it's, it's sad. I know. I, j- I totally miss having, well, I miss feeling safe, but I also miss having a president who was cool. Yeah, and also who just <laughs> like so many ways makes you feel proud and you know who you respect so much. Yeah, yeah. It's, I we're um, little brown is publishing the Pete Souza book in November, and it's Pete Souza was President Obama's photographer, the White House photographer. So he's very good friends with President Obama. President Obama is writing the foreword to the book. No way. Yeah, and That's cool. it's I. I cr- cry looking at it. it's just like i get i miss i really miss him yeah but um i i thought it, this might be interesting to talk about because the at first there was a debate like 
basically right after Trump was elected, I started seeing tweets that were like, fuck, he's going to have to be in the hall of the presidents. And I thought, oh my God, that's so funny. That's like our first concern. <laughs> um, like no one's going to that anyway. But it just, I think the reason people think of that stuff is because he is so not presidential. Like we're just not. That Donald Trump would be given the honor to do presidential things, right. I think, is the issue. And I well, remember being very bothered when I saw him with his like fat hand on the Bible that like Abraham Lincoln touched. Like his it was like tiny, don't touch tiny that. hands. Yeah, yeah, it's fat and tiny yeah. somehow at the same time. Yeah, because he doesn't exercise. We've talked about this. Yes, but um, well, you don't want to deplete your batteries. Right, so. <laughs> we learned a lot from him. But um, so he's going to be in it, which actually. I think one of the problems was the president has to agree to be in it. I don't think he was on board right away. Yeah. And, but really if he agrees, he should be, he's a president. Like they can't skip a president in the hall of the presidents. But is, is every president in there? Yes. 50. Yes. Like, is that the animatronic thing? Yes. There are 50 animatronic. No, no, no. 45. Well, not 45 yet. (laughs) I was confusing the number 50, of states. give or take. Sure. <laughs> well, they, they had some duplicates. Right. And Martin Van Buren is in there three times for some right. reason. Um, and Roosevelt's wife, because she, like, she did everything. So like she's in there. <laughs> so there are currently 44 animatronics in that thing? Yeah. That's crazy. Right. But it, they only started letting the presidents talk when Clinton was elected. Not like they that, they got the idea. So there's right. clip, audio clips starting with Clint, uh, Clinton. So now the controversy is, do we let Trump talk? And people are like, there's literally a petition. Like, they're, they, they, and I, they have not made an announcement. I'm not sure that President Trump will talk. Do, yeah. Do you think he should talk? I mean, I think he should be given whatever, like, option other presidents have been given, I guess. But I also feel like, personally, I would rather not hear yeah. him talk. Also, one reason is I can just hear what he would say. Like, some, Ugh. like, bullshit, like, I don't know, like. He's like. Disney World's the best. Or something. Yeah. I'm the best. We really get each other. We're at the top of our field. <laughs> that actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Ugh. I, but honestly, I bet Disney doesn't really want her to talk because he's so divisive and like. I think they don't even care what they want. They have to think what is going to ruffle the least amount of feathers. Totally. Like, because, you know, people that go to Disney are. I, I go there a lot. It's a patriotic bunch. <laughs> But, <laughs> just you like know, our, this episode of the podcast. Right. I just feel like, yes, totally. I think you'd be surprised. I know it seems like everyone hates him, but that's no, no, no. not true. I don't think that at all. Yeah. No, I know you don't. Yeah. But I just mean like, if you don't know a bunch of Trump supporters, go to yeah. Disney World for five minutes and you'll Oof. probably see them. But and I do remember <clears throat> after he was elected and people were like, not my president. I remember I went through this thing where I was like, you guys, he's our president. Like, let's get over it. And i making fun of myself now, but I was in that camp of like, let's be hopeful. Maybe he'll do a good job, you know? But I think that was the right attitude because what was the other option? Just being like, no matter what, I'm going to be anti. And, and I, I think the not my president thing is kind of silly. No matter, like, no matter what, even now, even though he has proved himself to be, in, in my opinion, to be a very bad decision maker and and not capable of the presidency, he still is my president. I live in the United States. He's my he is my president. I right. call him President Trump. And actually, it does speak louder that we did give him a chance. We were totally hopeful. That's a great point. But and and I know he's my he is the president. But it, after him doing so many unpresidential things, I do kind of feel a little more like 
it makes my stomach hurt a little bit more. Ugh. I, yeah, I'm, we've get, we've run out. Of, you've run out of chances. But I've hit the threshold where I'm like, now I want him to keep do keep being as ridiculous and outrageous keep, as he's been. Because yeah. I'm like, you're it's it's more fodder for your critics. His his approval rating has never been lower. It's insanely low. Like I'm like, yeah, keep messing up yeah. because it's and, just and throw him in the hall of the presidents because I want to be able to take my kids one day to the hall of the presidents and be like, this was our story. This is what we did. Like, look yeah. at this. Look at what a mess we've crawled out of. Yeah, we should have kids. to face it. We we elected him. Yeah, it's and that in that way. The Hall of the Presidents tells the American story in a very, very cool way. Yeah. You could, I mean, if you can sit through the whole thing, you can get a really good idea of our leadership and what we've been through. Yeah. So let him in. Let him talk, I guess. That's my Ugh. final word. Or, or let him in and just play this music over top of his speech. <laughs> really like, loud. Really loud. Should we get to our next uh, uh, r- red, white, and blue rip roaring mo- Toot. Toot. Motorbike. Yeah. Tractor riding. American clip. Woo. Why do Hot I not know eating. any like I don't, iconic American Americans? things? I don't know. Be- Betsy Betsy Ross? Yeah. Kind of clip. She did something. Oh, my Lanta. Okay. Our our next clip is um called. <laughs> it's not called anything. I, I, I'm not on my game tonight. Well, it's Jacob's birthday. That's it's, why. We're, we're all a little... Like, I just keep thinking our next clip is happy birthday, Jacob. <laughs> but then I remember that's not right. <laughs> it's like all I can say all day. <laughs> happy birthday, Jacob. Okay, first, just to get it out of the way, happy birthday, Jacob. Yes, I don't even think Jacob is listening. Yeah, he told me he hates our oh podcast. Oh my God, Jacob. Maybe. Happy his, birthday anyway. His birthday gift could be to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, out here in America, that's the name of the podcast, not the clip clips don't have names um is my new favorite it's my new favorite podcast oh my gosh that's big that's big that's big, that's big. sorry what's the tea oh um God. okay there's only like three episodes so far and it's my favorite okay anyway you might want to be careful three episodes and it's your favorite well listen i'm i'm a grown woman it's my prerogative to change my mind okay that's true if and it gets bad and speaking of american choices yeah i mean that's what america's all about being but able to so change right. your mind isn't that what the Third Amendment is? Is like you can change what fit your favorite podcast in is. Fact, you should just change your mind, just because you're an American and you can yeah. do whatever you want. Yeah. 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 Wait, we hate this podcast now. Yeah, I've never hated a podcast more. <laughs> that's my right. Um, okay, so it's hosted by this guy. Named he likes it again. Justin He's back Mitchell. to I'm back on it. it. I'm yeah. back on it. She can tell by my that was face. Fast. I didn't whatever. Um, host Justin Mitchell is a journalist who lives in Biloxi, Mississippi. I don't know. Um, he created this podcast to give a, a voice to the LGBTQ plus experience in the deep South and America's heartland. That's how America ties in. Do you get it? Yes. Okay. Um, we hear so much from queer folks in major cities or gay people who are in positions of power, but obviously there are tons of gay people who live in small towns and in the middle of the country and in the South, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so this one aims to talk to a wide variety of people from like veterans, church leaders, and some well-known folks to hear their experience. Um, this episode features the hilarious Grammy and Emmy-nominated comedian Tig Notaro. 
who's for sure a friend of this podcast. Uh huh. <laughs> what oh if we just gosh. thought a friend of this podcast means like we're a friend we of their like them? We like them. Yeah, that's the rule. <laughs> She's a friend of the podcast. Um, she grew up in Mississippi also, and she returns back frequently to see family. Um, Tig and her now wife Stephanie, then fiance, in this story, um, they decided to get married in this in the southern state. And in this clip, she discusses their experience shortly after marriage equality was passed nationwide. Here it is. And we, we couldn't believe. And so here we were legally getting married in Mississippi. And the joy and pride that I felt to have our marriage certificate say state of Mississippi. It was just like, gosh, I can't even believe we're seeing this. And then just like right after that, just the turn the state took. Critics call it a giant step back for the civil rights movement in the United States. Mississippi has passed legislation that allows businesses to deny services to gay couples. Uh, uh, yeah, of course we are. You know, religious freedoms are very important to us here in this state, and this was an effort to protect those freedoms. And we are very pleased that the governor had the courage and the, and the foresight to sign that down. It's just gotten so convoluted again in this frightening way and we took this trip to Jackson and I really we both felt scared because we could be kicked out of a hotel we could be kicked out of a restaurant it was the first time I felt scared so I feel like this fear she describes is not at all unique um, to her, I think all queer people who venture to the quote-unquote heartland of America definitely feel this way. I actually liken it to being a vegetarian, I which you can good, relate to. Yeah, yeah. That so it made it's like, me get it when I like, yeah, because it's like I mean, I, not totally get it, but no, no, no. Kind of, but yeah. the analogy helps. So if you're here in New York, you're like no problem. When I have, when I like go out to eat, I'll find plenty. Like not a big deal. When I go to Texas for work, I'm not as sure. I'm like, oh, I might not be able to find. You know, vegetarian or options. People aren't going to approve of my choice. Yeah. <laughs> Which also homosexuality that homosexuality is a choice, yeah, right? Well, exactly. That's what I'm trying to get at. Right, Thank you. Thank okay. you. Podcast over. <laughs> um, and I think same goes for the safety and acceptance of LGBTQ plus folks. When you're in a major city, when you're in a progressive place, you feel safe. And when you venture out, you just don't know. You feel scared because you have no idea what it, maybe you stumble upon a restaurant that actually has some like really great, like vegetarian options. Maybe you go to a restaurant and they only have like creamed corn and that's all you can eat. You know what I mean? Yeah. It must just also be strange because just not knowing, like in New York, you know that, you know, gay people are, it's like being brunette. As I told you when you moved here. Yep. Um, but there is not still... knowing, like going into a place and thinking, I don't want to like hate you. I don't want to put my guard up if I don't have to, but I have to, like, I, I want to be friends with you. I want to get to know you, but yeah. I'm also nervous. It's about safety. Yeah. Honestly, it's like, you don't feel safe. Um, but she, as much as that's shitty. And I think that that happens a lot in the South and I know that happens in the Midwest. Um, Tig also talks about how much she like loves her hometown. She talks about it with such pride, which I like, um, she, I mean, she got chose to get married there. You know what I mean? Which I feel like speaks a lot to it. Um, her cousin was a deacon of the Catholic Church and officiated Tig's wedding. And the Catholic Church stripped her cousin of his deacon status. So that's really cute and really charming. 
Um, America. America. With your golden with wings. Your Stop being homophobic. <laughs> Marriage is between a man and, and a, a woman. woman. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, n- I never really listened to the lyrics before. No, That's so I, strange. Well, we're just realizing it yeah. now. Wow. Um, it's tough. I, this conversation is tough because I feel like, in my experience at least, my family and friends in Ohio don't necessarily understand what it means for me to leave like one of the most progressive and diverse places in the world to come back to Ohio where it's legal to discriminate based on sexuality and gender identity. I mean, I had a, I had a big fight with my dad because I was trying to explain to him that I, this is so cute. I just have to point out that Monty, the our cat intern is like just sitting in DJ Wu's lap, like so precious. It's like listening. Um, I had to point out that, um, in 36 out of 50 states, the Non-Discrimination Act does not include protections for gay and trans people. So it is legal to discriminate against gay and trans folks when it comes to housing, when it comes to jobs. So it's like when it comes to – there's a bunch of other things included in that as well, but it's like – you could get kicked out of an apartment because you're gay. You could get fired from a job because you're gay in Ohio. And I just think people don't understand that. People don't know that. You know what I mean? No. So it's just like, sure, come to Ohio, Eric. And it's like. Right. What's the big deal? Right. Or like, it's, it's not going to happen. Just like, come to church yeah. with me. It, it means a lot to me. And I'm like, I don't feel safe in a church. I don't feel safe at all in church. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think Tig are articulates that really well that sort of feeling and especially in the wake of all this like religious freedom bullshit which is basically just uh, an excuse for people to be able to discriminate against people it's like taking away human rights because someone else feels that it's their right to discriminate right which is insane if you run a business if you're part of the economy in this capitalist society you don't get to discriminate that's what that's where our government should be laying down protections not for the business owners who are pu- public companies who decide that they need to discriminate all you know the, what I mean? a lot of it in the name of Jesus Christ a man who yep. said love everyone and didn't say a single thing about homosexuality totally so fucked up and and people defend and say, oh, but, you know, I know I, I'm a Christian. I don't feel that way. I blah, 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 blah. Well, then talk to your politicians who are using the name of Christianity to put these laws into action. Talk to them about not you, it's it's that's on them because they are making it very clear, you know, where Christianity as a whole, as a, as an entire religion stands on this stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Christianity is backing all of these discrimination discrimination laws. You know I what I mean? I hate that so much. Yeah, it sucks. Um, I'm but also I love America. America with your golden, golden wings. wings. I do too. I love America. Yeah, it's great. I do too. There's and also to no, be frank, and also you have to love it harder. Totally, hug it harder. Totally. And my experience, I'm speaking specifically to the gay experience, but. Um, my experience is not the scariest. Yeah, and also if you hate gay people, then you're in luck because laws will back you up in a yeah, lot of places. Completely. So for those people, they're really yeah on top but, of the game. But at the same time, as much as it sucks to um, know that you could be fired for being gay, I'm not going to get shot in the street because I'm a white I'm a white man. Right. So uh, there's a lot of work to do on a lot of fronts, yeah. um, which brings me to the idea of like not. Um, not feeling like you belong where you grew up, you know, 
or not feeling like you belong in the country where you live and the idea of identity and like location and how that's tied together and what it means for someone to not belong in the location where they would presumably identify with, you know yeah. what I mean? Like what do they think their home is? Yeah, it's complicated. What do they call home? Yeah, right. Cuz I, you know, we I was in so it doesn't matter, but I was in this work situation where we were all going around the room and introducing ourselves and saying where we were from. And I kind of was like I'm from New York, like I live in New York. And it's not in that like I want to identify as a New Yorker cuz I I think that's cooler kind of way. It's just like I so identify with New York and I think you became Eric Emption, New York. Yeah. Like, I think so there's a little Ohio in there, but oh, like. A, yeah, a lot of Ohio, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Oh, let's be but honest. A lot. A lot of Ohio. Of Ohio, yeah. But um, I don't feel, maybe it's more so that I don't feel represented correctly by Ohio. Well, you probably, you can't be yourself. Yeah. Safely. W- yeah, In totally. Ohio. So. And, it, and in lots of ways I can. When I'm with my family, it's the best. And, of course. And all of that good stuff. But yeah, it's like living in Ohio would be a tougher reality yeah. for me and for Alan. Um, so ultimately Tig says that wherever her wife and her twin boys are is wh- what feels like home, which That's I feel so like is sweet. so sweet and so true. It's like, it's about the people you're with more than the place. And also it's about being able to reinvent your home and your idea of who you are as an adult. Like if, if you're not identifying with your home and your past, it's yeah. okay. Being an American yep. can define that as you as you get older, if yeah. you have, and that kind of relates to like, if you had a hard family life, like you can build your own great family and yeah, so true. Define yourself again. In conclusion, America. she's a grand old, oh, oh, what? <laughs> this song sounds really great <laughs> together. It's so true. Um, thank you for that. You're what you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for thanking me. Oh, thank you for thanking me for thanking you. Um, are you ready for Jingle Jangle? Yeah, you guys know Jingle Jangle. It's our segment where um, we find a musical clip. Something to tap your toots to. Preferably now, something really American. Well, I did find an American-themed Jingle Jangle. Go on. It was a little challenging. I'm not sure people are necessarily going to be tapping their toots to this, <laughs> but I think it's an important conversation to have. It's yeah. from Code Switch. Uh-huh which is a cultural podcast from NPR hosted yep. by Gene Denby and Adrian. And there's a bunch of hosts, but this one, um, this episode called Your Grand Old Flag is hosted by Gene Denby and Adrian Florido. And um, in the episode, they, they've talked to some folks of color who have both chose to and chose not to wave the American flag. And that includes American Indians, who proportionally have more people in the U.S. military than any other racial group. Um, Wait, I, that is so isn't interesting. That crazy? I had no idea. I know. Um, but they also have a complicated history in the United States. And America, I didn't know this either. American Indian tribes sing to the American flag. And... They're really like heartfelt songs in their native languages. Um, they open tribal ceremonies that are directed at both the tribal flags and the stars and the stripes. Um, but and that might seem confusing. Like, how could you honor a, a nation that's been so hard on you and so cruel to you? Um, but the reason is they commemorate it not so much for the nation, but for their people. Yeah. And um, in this clip, you can hear one of the songs that they sing in respect to the American flag. Well, I'll just start by saying this. Every tribe in Indian country has 
their own flag song. Not every flag song is exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Some may sound alike, and some might have similar words, but they're all just pretty much talking about the same thing. This one uh, comes from uh, the Kiowa tribe down around uh, their headquarters in Carnegie, Oklahoma. honoring those that have fallen those that went before them not so much the nation um i think that's really interesting like w when for world war Two or world war one um you know native americans were drafted and there were a lot of volunteers tons of volunteers but some of them weren't even u.s citizens and they were fighting so at higher crazy. numbers than everybody else yeah um so I guess when they came back from World War One, a lot of these warrior songs transferred into flag songs. So it's really honoring veterans. And yeah. But also it makes me think about a lot of what we've been talking today about hugging your country extra hard because it really needs a hug. Yeah. And Tig loving Mississippi, even though it's hard on her. Yeah. And it's and it all makes sense. It's like you, you, you're you honoring it because not because it's perfect. Yeah. It's harder to 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 honor something that's hard to love. And I think about what you said about like, I want president Trump to be in the hall of fame, the president hall of fame, because I want to take my kids there and be like, yeah, that was a part of our history. And like, it's complicated and we should still talk about it. So it's like our tribal song, <laughs> listening <laughs> yeah, to Donald exactly. Trump talk in the hall of the president. Well, and like that kind of like the, yeah. them having the American flag. It's like, it's not necessarily because they have pride in the country in its current state or in what the country has done, but it's more so a reminder of Th their connection and their people's connection to that flag. And it's kind of like the best kind of like patriotism because, you know, it's really silly to just be like, America's the best. Fuck. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, great point. What's your relationship with America? You can't be all good. What yeah. do you like about America? What do you wish was better? You know, you can still be a good American and, and take issue with a lot of things that are going on. And that's such a good point. I, I think it's, it's so easy to be patriotic when the country has done nothing, but you know, put you on a pedestal. If you have a lot of privilege in this country, like it's really easy to be like, Oh yeah, this country's great. If you've had a really hard time and this country has not treated you so well, how much more beautiful is that? That, that, that person's a real patriot. Right. You know? It reminds me of, <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah. No, it reminds me of when I was in ran cross country in high school and my coach would always make us cheer for the people that came in last, the yeah. hard, hardest. Cause he's like, it's easy to come in first. Yeah. You don't need to cheer those people on. Those people are one. Yeah. It's a hard to come in last. Like those yeah. are the real fighters. Those are the real warriors. Those are the real right. patriots in our country. They could have given up if they didn't have the net most natural, you know, ability. Yeah. Well, well, I think that we can all agree that, we're coming in last yep. in this race, <laughs> sure but are. we still love America and we love independence yep. and patriotism and yep. jello and cowboys <clears throat> and cowboys, mostly jello cowboys. Um, 
Those were some really good patriotic clips. I think I think I, we you did, did it. A great job. Did we do it? I think yeah, we did it. We I was a little it. nervous, yeah. to be quite we, honest. We were like, we were like, can we have we a whole this? episode of patriotic clips? But I kind of liked it. They weren't all like, here's why America's great. They were like, oh, about America. Let's Amer- talk about, about America. Country. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's jump to segment segment, which is our segment where we talk about non-podcast related things because we're characters of depth. <laughs> we have other interests. We have a lot going on in if our lives. If we think real Debbie. hard. <laughs> Wait, who's Debbie again? I, don't know. I feel like we've talked to Debbie before. Okay, Just Debbie. Felt like a yeah, great, Debbie. Like, person to scorn. Yeah, she's our not friend of the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Debbie. Um, do you want to go first? Sure. I feel like I always go first. Um. D- I just, mine is taking a shower at night. I've been <gasps> like treating myself like, <gasps> I know. I feel like I'm pampering myself either like right when I get home from work or right before I go to bed I take a shower it's like my fun shower like in the morning <laughs> is my serious shower I shave my legs and shit the nighttime shower is like sometimes I just dance around in there extra long shower belly like I mean sometimes I get like I'm singing like it and then I come out and I almost feel like you know when you're a little and like you used to take a bath before a bedtime like a bubble bath yeah. and like everything was safe and happy yeah. and like that I feel like I'm pampering myself I'm taking care of myself I'm relaxing yeah. myself sometimes you have a really really hectic day and and also god we live in the fucking filth of the goddamn like it, I'm disgusting yeah. when I come home I don't you even want to know blocks without being like co- just covered in the city right yeah so now that I take a shower and I don't know how I could ever go back uh, it's definitely sticking with me I always shower at night like I don't shower in the morning I think because I don't have hair so it's like mm, I don't see you that's know. what's that's the yeah. yeah um but it's the best you just like go to bed like cozier yeah, you come out like you feeling do. like a million bucks like I think it regulates your temperature Ooh. somehow that might be Ooh. crazy talk but anyway Highly recommend That's a good one. Mm-hmm. What's yours? Um, DJ Wu, I'm really intrigued by what you have written in the show notes. <gasps> oh, I want to hear about it. Um, what did I write? <laughs> Baking sheets? <laughs> <laughs> don't act I I like you don't know. You're like, who wrote this for me? I also like that that's oh, you, yeah. that was your first um, like contribution to the pod not first contribution because you've been djing like uh, mad yeah first time you talked on the podcast and you were just like what it what is this also if you <laughs> notice in the show notes baking sheets is in bold <laughs> <laughs> okay so talk to me about baking sheets yeah don't just assume that like oh yeah baking sheets next like we're gonna need a little bit of an explanation here i feel like i know the explanation i know <laughs> Ooh. And you, we always just like roast in like a big roasting pan. But yeah. When you mix, I'm just picky because if you roast with all the vegetables mixed in, yeah. certain vegetables get undercooked, totally. certain vegetables get overcooked. Yeah. So like, let's just get the baking pan or baking sheets out and like do do like the cauliflower and the Brussels sprouts and the broccoli yes. separately. Yes. Because those all take about the same amount of time. Yeah. And then everything else you can kind of I feel like you should be on a baking sheets commercial because I actually yeah. came home on Sunday and DJ J. Wu was shirtless in the kitchen. <laughs> he had a you, large baseball cap on backwards and he was blasting Kendrick Lamar and dancing while roasting the vegetables. <laughs> you were you were you were at least like heavily nodding your head. It was 
adorable. Actually, I put some photos up on my Instagram account, Ms. Pacell. If you'd like to see a photo series, you can't see in the photos, but he was. Just let us picture that you were dancing, Justin. He was dancing. It's more fun that way. <laughs> um, that was also, a good one. I also like that Lauren was like, he was home shirtless with a baseball hat, and Justin goes, it was hot. <laughs> kind of sounded like you were like... I was I was looking real fine, <laughs> which I don't doubt that you were. I, he looked real fine. <laughs> he looked I'll t- real I good. will say it. Okay, baking sheets. I like it. They're not just for baking anymore. They're not just for baked goods. No. Okay. Um, okay. My segment segment is we watched on. This is what we did on Sat. Was it Saturday? That doesn't sound right. Sometime over the weekend. Fact checkers. We watched um, Sarah Silverman's new special on netflix i'm so glad to hear it's good it was so good oh it was so good was i it liked it even better than her last one did it make you proud to be an american it made me so proud to be an american okay it was, it was just like really funny she just is a really good combination of like really funny smart writing and then the delivery is just makes it all the better so it's called a speck of dust and it's on netflix right now i really love her that's exciting that's really exciting i was just saying i didn't know what i wanted to watch on tv next because riverdale is so bad so maybe we can watch this watch that well, tonight you guys are listening to Adlandia. Right. But tomorrow. Booked for tonight. You should probably watch Justin's also, show. Also, I would recommend fair. Sarah Silverman's book, Bedwetter. I did not think I would like it. I thought it would just be like any other comedian's book. She's so smart, so funny, so good. Yeah. I think we've talked about this before. She writes about the East Village a lot because she used yeah. to live here. And I like feel like I see her ghost all over the place because <laughs> Sarah Silverman was probably sitting in this chair. <laughs> but the book is real good. I it is really funny. It. I love mm-hmm. that book. Yeah. Um, did you just read that recently? No. Oh. Sorry. Does that make it like no, less no, no, credible? No, not at all. I okay. just thought I was it's like... It's still good. I was still so good. Gonna be, it hasn't changed. I was going to be surprised because you're so up on books. Too many to read. Uh, I, can't, many. I can't read them twice. Are you kidding me? Listen, if there's a book on baking sheets, I'll prioritize it. Otherwise, I'm too busy. Right. Exactly. Ugh. Well, you guys have been so American. Oh my God. So American of you guys. Thanks. And we've been really... American. We've been a little bit more American than you because we did the work and you just listened. But you listened, so you thank listened, you. And that was very American. Thanks for sticking you. around. Or you chose not to, and that's also very American. That because you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Now I want you all to wish Jacob a happy birthday, even <laughs> though it's a little late. Why didn't you do it earlier on his actual birthday, which was June twentieth? Don't wish, reveal when we record and when we release. It's too late. They already you know. You just peeled behind the curtain, and they now know. everyone knows this isn't live to tape. <laughs> what live on live to air? Live radio? Tell the witness stand. How does this work? I don't know. Tell the witness stands how this works. Do not tell them when we record. No. <laughs> well, when you're listening to this, hopefully you listen to it as soon as it dropped July 4th, which is... I'm sorry, Jacob, but the birth of our country is more important than your birthday. Woo, I mean, woo, woo, woo. I don't have to go to work Shots fired. today. So That's so true. Wait, but I was... get July 4th off? Yeah. I don't think I do. Oh my gosh. Maybe I get the Monday. You absolutely do. I do. I get like that Monday before maybe. Oh, maybe. I'm not promising that fucking Monday before, but you get the 4th of July off. If Janine from HR says otherwise, I'm going to be so pissed. I promise you get the 4th of July off. Everyone does. Everyone. I'm going to have to look into this. It's like, uh, what's that movie where like you lock yourself in the house on July 4th and you're allowed to kill everyone? Purge. Yeah. It's like the purge out there on July 4th. Like, ever, <laughs> no one's working. You just, like, better stay in your house. Because, like... Wow. The, the, yeah, the grocery store's not... Like, it's... Just stay in your house. Okay, I'm going to look this up. All right. Let us know. Oh. Nothing. 
day yeah why am i like music soft yeah okay um well thanks for listening thanks kara for editing and thanks kara for um emancipating our country from england and thanks to my aunt carol for giving birth to my cousin jacob whose birthday is today yay carol (laughs) thanks cindy for hating drew barrymore (laughs) we'll talk later oh and thanks to all of you thanks friends of the show thanks to most of you bye bye Thank <laughs> you.